You're now diving into the fish tank. Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, man, ooh, this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, I'm up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank on a Friday. I am Seth Levin. Of course, I'm joined by the greatest third down podcaster to ever live, OJ McDuffie. Juice, are you ready for some fish bites? You know I am, Big Seth. Nothing like a little bite, you know what I mean, going into the weekend. That's it. That's the way we do it now, which has actually been a lot of fun. And surprise, surprise, Juice, our Miami Dolphins have, again, they've made some noise this week. Uh, although in reality, just about every team made noise this week. It, it was uh, the league's trade deadline had a record-setting day. Right. What they say there were 10, 10 trades? 10 trades. That's unheard of. It's not baseball or basketball. This is football, Big Seth. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But uh, yeah, none of uh, these teams were louder, in my opinion, than our very own Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel as they sent their 2023 first-round draft choice a 2024 fourth-round pick, and running back Chase Edmonds to the Denver Broncos in exchange for pass rusher extraordinaire Bradley Chubb. Mm -hmm. But they weren't done. No. They also sent a 2023 fifth-round pick to San Francisco for Jeff Wilson, reuniting the running back with Mike McDaniel and his backfield mate Raheem Mostert. And this is not news to you at this point, right? I mean, that was three days ago. The whole world's talked about it. That's correct. Certainly all of Dolphins Nation – Everybody knows it. So maybe you're saying, why are we talking about it now? But here's the reason. Once these trades took place, Juice, there was a national buzz that the Dolphins are all in. They're all in, Juice. They're all in. That's all I heard. Everybody, hey, the Dolphins are all in. Everywhere. The Dolphins are all in. And quite honestly, I have an issue with that narrative. Correct. And here's the reason why. If your reaction to these recent moves is that now the Dolphins are all in, what are you implying that their approach was prior to November 1st? Right. Were they halfway in? Were they three-quarters of the way in? Because for me, the moment that Mike McDaniel set foot in South Florida, he expressed how special it would be. He realized what the playoff drought had been here. And, you know, we're not bragging about it, but the facts are the facts. And so he took a look at that, and he was kind of shocked. But then he also saw opportunity. You know, adversity is opportunity. We hear that often here. And he talked about how special it would be for this group of men, this team, to bring Miami Dolphins fans their first playoff victory in 20 years. I did not interpret that to mean that he only wants to win one playoff game. Did right. you? No, not, not at all, man. He was all in from the beginning, right? And I think the organization, when you get a guy like Mike McDaniels, all in from the beginning. And his moves from the beginning showed that we're all in from the beginning. That's the next point that I was going to make. Like, what else happened this offseason? Has anybody heard of Tyree Kill? Right. You know, they gave up five picks for the Cheetah, which – by the way, it looks like a pretty good deal. Yeah, it looks like a steal. But, uh, you know, Teron Armstead, Correct. anybody hear about Teron Armstead? So those were two pretty bold signings. How far in were they at that point? Were they not all in? Then? Right, right. And then on top of that, Big Seth, all in, keeping the defense that was outstanding last year. Defensive coordinator and Josh Boyer, all the personnel that we had that was doing very well on the football field. Is that all in or no? So there was nothing that said rebuild. Correct. There was nothing to say we're going to tear this thing apart. And re-. there, there was none of that. There Correct. were a lot of pieces that Coach was excited about when he got here. Certainly we saw how he felt about Tua, mm-hmm. and, and we're now understanding why. Right. 
he felt that way. And a lot of folks, you know, would probably say, hey, well, we knew that from the beginning. <laughs> but man, oh, man, has he been delivering through eight games? A lot of ball to be played, but still he's delivering for, uh, through eight games. So to me, I just think it's like, what are you saying when you say all in? What are, are you just dismissing the approach that they had from the beginning? And guess what else, Juice? This was not a short-term, short-sighted move. Because one day after announcing the trade, Bradley Chubb walks up into that conference room with a view. We didn't get to see that on the tour. Right. I don't know where that conference room is, but I think if you're being brought into that conference room, things are pretty good. Big-time conference room. It's a big-time conference room. He had a big-time smile on his face, (laughs) and he signed a big-time contract extension through 2027. 2027, Juice. What year are we in right now? 2022, Big Seth. Yeah, 2022. We're in 2022 now. Bradley Chubb is going to be a Miami Dolphin until 2027. And so my point here is they didn't mortgage the future of the Miami Dolphins with this move either. They did not. This is not typically when you say all in, you know, Chris Greer is sitting there with the sunglasses and he pushes all his chips into the table, right? You know, that's all in. And if the wrong card comes up, then everything falls apart. That's not what's happening here. They did not mortgage the future of the Miami Dolphins. This isn't a case of giving up the farm to bring in some 10-year vet that had a big name and and you give him a one-and-done deal because you're going to make that push and he's going to chase the ring for one last hurrah. It's not even close to that. Except, I mean, look at look at how he's built this roster. Look how young it is and how talented it is. That tells you that exactly. you know we're, this is a future, not just right now. But this is over a period of time. When you bring in a Bradley Tubb, opposite probably Jalen Phillips and Agba, you know, and, and, and Melvin Ingram, but you got young guys that can be here for the next 2027 for one for Bradley Tubb, and we got Jalen Phillips on a young guy contract. So all in to me means you bring in a whole bunch of veteran guys, a whole bunch of free agent guys that are older, that are on their last boomer hurrah. bust, right? Exactly right. Exactly right. This is to me, this is saying, okay, we're able to add to our roster a young premier player to a defense that's already full of young, gifted players. Yep. It's a premier player at a premium position, and he's going to be around all these other guys that are young, and I don't even call them up and coming. They are young, productive, premium, arriving players. And so that, again, is not a short-sighted move. So the concept of all-in, it just at least what it implies to me, it's like they just woke up one day and said, hey, screw it. Let's just throw the kitchen sink at this thing, and if it doesn't work out, we're going to have to rebuild for the next five years. That's not what I'm seeing. No, I, I don't see it at all either, man. Everybody talks about the picks. You know, look what our picks have produced for us and what Chris Greer has done. I mean, Chris Greer is constantly working. Everybody is always thinking he's being quiet, not doing enough. He did a great job in the free agency market, and look what he did on trade deadline to bring in a couple players, man, that, you know, that are immediately going to impact the, the results and the, and the success of this football team. Yeah, I agree. Look, I'm not denying that they are making bold moves. They are making aggressive moves and you have to, you can't get something of value without giving up something of value. I almost look at it. You know what I look at it as they kind of jumped to the front of the line of the free agency market because Bradley Chubb was probably going to be a free agent. And then you're competing with 31 other teams or at least, you know, however many are, are buying for his services and you jump to the front of the line and you have to give up something of value to get there. But now he's your guy and they obviously knew that they were going to renegotiate a deal. And I think right. Chris said that, like, right. <laughs> we don't make this kind of a move if we don't think that we can, you know, make right. something that's sustainable here. And they continue to work together because it's very clear that Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel are on the same page they and they're working are. together and have great respect for each other. 
and they're working together to bring in great pieces. And look, I'm not just saying this because we're a Miami Dolphins podcast. I just, you know, I kept hearing all in everywhere you turn around. They're all in. They're all in. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And the last thing I'll say, Juice, is that this whole concept of all, like, who isn't all in in the National Football League? You played the damn game. Correct. Were you not? I, I mean, do you sacrifice what you sacrifice to be halfway in? No way. All in all the time, man. And that's it. If you don't have that mentality, you shouldn't be in the league. That's the bottom line. And I think that as an organization, as a GM, as a head coach, as players, as trainers, as whatever it is, within that organization, within that building, you all better be all in. I agree 100% juice. And that's really all I've got today, man. I just was fired up about it. Yes. I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, be stoked. We're stoked too, man. We are. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> no, listen, I am not by any means minimizing how exciting it is to add yet another great player yes. to a team that I think has a lot of really, really good football players. They're fun to watch. I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. I was a little surprised to see him wearing number two. It was yeah. kind of like uh, yeah. somewhere on the way where he crossed paths with Cedric Wilson, he handed him that number <laughs> on two. On the way in the airport. And they had a, they had a, I think they call that a gusset. They had an a little bit in there so he could <laughs> he could put on that number two jersey but he looks good in it i can't wait to see him on game day in it and that's all i've got we are all in on this fish bites friday episode and now juice we're all out so if you're enjoying what we're doing here please make sure that you don't just listen but you go ahead and subscribe to the show it's free we promise there are no uh, there's no small print there nope. go ahead and subscribe hook us up with one of those fancy five-star ratings and if you haven't already done so make sure you listen to our sit down with mike pouncey that posted so this good. tuesday so good how good was mike man? man it was great man one pouncey we got it that's right i love what you said <laughs> on the radio man anybody can get two pounces we were able to get one uh definitely catch our friends on the miami dolphins podcast next Network, Travis Wingfield on Drive Time and your girl Kimmy B on Dolphins Today and then OJ Travis and maybe even DJ Preach will show up uh, on Sunday with, on you, the, with you with you yeah <laughs> he definitely will be riding co-pilot there uh, he's he's been so valuable man to yeah, have him there he been helps great, been great look up stuff capture a video or two uh, and that's gonna be on the WQAM fifth quarter post game show as your Miami Dolphins travel to the Windy City to take on You're the Bears Juice, that's all I got. Yeah, man. Hey, Dolphin. Thanks for diving in. Drive up in that fish tank. Who that? Sitting down with Seth Living. OJ. Juice, man. Ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans. Dolphins. Number one. One. Of course, y'all. This ain't no ordinary sports talk. Drive up in that fish tank. Go get your aqua orange. Yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish.